Hey, Nelson, alcoholic addict. That's not my real name. That is the pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. I was at a meeting a few days ago where we read We Agnostics from the Big Book. Great chapter. Great chapter. Um, and it's, it's a great chapter because it addresses like one of the fundamental issues you run into in sobriety, which is like, oh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't have a God. I don't want to have a God. I used to have one. Now I don't. All stuff I went through, all stuff you hear all the time. Um, and it really addresses um, how to get to a place where you're open-minded and hey, maybe you do find a higher power. Maybe you do rejoin the religion of your youth. Maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of options out there. So it's a great chapter. It's actually, you know, when you think about the things that keep people from getting sober, I think the God thing is probably near the top of the list, right? And it was probably at the top of the list for me too. So um, so we read We Agnostics, and there was one particular passage that jumped out at me because my first sponsor used it to make a key point to me about faith. Uh, the paragraph I'm talking about is on page 54. I put a link in the written version of this newsletter. And that paragraph, it talks about how many people who say they can't or won't believe in God probably have already had many gods in their lives and probably don't even realize that they did. Uh, the chapter asks if if you've ever worshipped any people, any old boyfriends or girlfriends, any jobs, any feelings. Now, think about whether your whole existence ever got wrapped up in a work assignment for a week or a new girlfriend for a month or any number of other things. Everything else gets crowded out in those moments. Everything you do gets shaped by that one big important thing whatever it might have been and and if your world revolves around something isn't that kind of like faith you know in some ways so my first sponsor was more specific he talked about drugs and alcohol as a higher power i told him i didn't have a higher power i didn't think i ever would and he just he calmly nodded his head and i told him that i did not have good experiences with god i did not feel a core belief in me um and so i didn't think i I had the capability to have a higher power. And then my spot, he just calmly proceeded to pick apart that whole idea. It was like a great attorney, you know, with a witness on the stand. You know, he asked me a series of questions about drug and alcohol, drugs and alcohol. Though it went something like this. He said, like, um, um, if you ever had a terrible day, did you turn to drugs and alcohol? If you ever had a great day, did you turn to drugs and alcohol? Did you think drugs and alcohol could get you through tough times? Did you think about drugs and alcohol for long periods of time? Would you give away large, irrational amounts of money for drugs and alcohol? And he kept going and going and going. And about halfway through, I realized what his point was. I had turned my will and my life over to drugs and alcohol without even knowing it. You know, they were the center of my universe. They were the core of my morals and principles. Everything else got shoved to the side. Um, I relied upon them for everything. When I think about the idea of having a good day or a bad day and then turning it over to drugs and alcohol. That's exactly what I did. I did that every day. They were absolutely my higher power and I never even realized it. And here's the thing about, um, here's the thing about drugs and alcohol as a higher power. They're the worst higher power ever. <laughs> you know, what other higher power makes you overdose or throw up all night or feel like you don't want to get out of bed the next day? What, what other higher power makes you unable to drive a car legally? What other higher, 
gets you arrested if you have it in your pocket at an airport, you know? I've been thinking about this issue a lot lately because I'm at a place in recovery where I'm using sobriety programs as a higher power. Um, I had a tough June. It was the kind of month where, you know, you just really question how there could be any kind of God or intelligent design or robots. Like, how could how could the robots be behind some of the things that I'm seeing in my life? Um, and so I lost, I lost some faith in a specific higher power. And so I'm using 12 step programs, especially the fellowship, the people in it, um, the principles I'm, I'm using that to guide me through for a while. And that's okay. It says it in our literature. People will tell you, you know, if you have to use these programs, they're bigger than you, right? Then they can be a higher power. But I was also thinking about some of the people I've met over the years who didn't like the fact that God is included in many forms of, of recovery programs. You know, they bristle at the mere mention of the word God, and they can't stand that some meetings we say the Lord's Prayer. Um, they, they can't stand that some other meetings have let go and let God on a laminated placard hanging on the wall. And on and on and on. Um, I've. It's not. Listen. It's the truth. It's not hard to find a reference to God in literature, in meetings, etc. Um, I've had a few people who I think the God issue played a fundamental part in them going back out and drinking, and I never saw them again. And whether they lived or died, I'm not sure, but they never came back. I know that, and um, all because of that one three-letter word, God. It's a shame. Um, and that's why it bugs me, because it is a shame. The God stuff, it's all suggestions, man. It's a, Is it a strong suggestion that you should try to find a higher power? Yes, it is. But nobody's ever made me swear on anything or dunked my head in water or counted the number of times I prayed or measured my spirituality with a meter or anything. They've done never done anything else related to that, like nothing like that. You choose your own higher power. And you choose the way you want to have a relationship with that higher power. The fact that some people struggle to get past that is heartbreaking. And I'm so glad that I used to struggle with it and now I don't. And, um, you know, I used to feel that exact same way and now I do not. And that's some, that's, that's some higher power stuff there, you know. All it required for me was some time. You know, I wasn't ready on day one, but it required some time. And then some open-mindedness, maybe. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe this is possible. I don't know. And I'll never, I'll never forget complaining about the Lord's Prayer once at a meeting. And on my way home, I realized that if I had ever gone to my bar or to my doctor or to a pharmacy during active addiction days, and like the bartender said, before I serve you, you have to say the Lord's Prayer with me. I would have instantly held his hand, both hands. I would have bowed my head and I would have started us off by saying, our father who art in heaven, you know, <laughs> I think I can stand up and listen quietly to the Lord's prayer at a meeting if it's going to help me avoid dying of liver disease, right? So thanks for letting me share.